having a genuine interest and curiosity in what you're wanting to share, interest and curiosity in how the person is going to receive it. And so then you can have an open conversation, a dialogue and have impact. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. What's up, everybody? Happy mid-May. Happy Wednesday. We are so, so close to summer. I just cannot wait. I love it when the sun is out. In Texas, though, it's like piercing your skin, though. So I'm saying that now. But we shall see. But being that we're closer to summer also means... I am just that much closer to getting married. I'm that much closer to going on my bachelorette. I have just been over the moon excited lately. I've always been excited, obviously, to get married, but just I'm in this season of a lot of gratitude. My heart could explode. I'm just more excited as the days come by to marry Tyler and finally come together and just say, I do. It's crazy that we got engaged a bit over a year ago now, And we have recently just crossed that four-month mark. We get married on September 16th. Feels so exciting. And honestly, wedding planning has been really fun. I mean, yeah, there's like a bunch of little details that are involved and can get a little overwhelming at times. But as it continues to get closer, I'm sure I will get a lot busier with that stuff. But up to this point, it's been kind of a pretty smooth ride. I feel like a lot of people get stressed over wedding planning. And unfortunately, I see, I feel like my, obviously, I'm on a wedding TikTok. That is what my feed is curated to. But I feel like I come across TikToks and brides are crying and they're like, you'll understand if you're, you've planned a wedding. I feel for those people, knock on wood, that that's not going to be me in a month or me right before the wedding. But I feel like I'm just missing something when those I see those TikToks and those brides are crying saying it's like not it's like the worst season. Honestly, being engaged and planning a wedding has been so much fun. Tyler is also very lighthearted about the whole thing and I'm trying to be lighthearted about the whole thing. Yeah, I want it to be the wedding of my dreams, but I'm not going to start a fight over the color of a napkin. Like it's not that serious. I want things to yes, look awesome and amazing and what my Pinterest board is like, yes, I am that girl who had a Pinterest board a long time ago, but it's also not that serious. People are there and we, Tyler and myself are there 
because we're coming together as a unit, because we're getting married to say, I do that beautiful moment. That's why people are there. And I'm there to marry my best friend. If something goes wrong the day of, then it goes wrong. I'm not going to let it take away from the reason I'm there and everyone else is there. Um, unless Tyler throws cake in my face, you know, when you like cut the cake and you feed each other, unless he smushes it in my face, which I know he would never do, by the way, I don't know how people are okay with that. That's just my own personal opinion, but I am somebody who wants to look great on my wedding day. I'm getting my makeup done. I'm paying to get my makeup done. And that takes time. That takes time. I don't know. Me personally, if I got cake shoved in my face, I would be livid. (laughs) So if that's your thing and you want to do that at your wedding for a little fun moment, that's fine. I just not, that's not going to be me. But yeah, wedding planning is going great. It's really exciting over here on my side of things. That's just a, a really small update on what's going on in my life. I like giving you guys little updates each episode on me. It's fun. I feel like we're sisters now, whoever you are. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. I'm always happy that you are here and that you show up not just to listen to me, but really for yourself to take some time, whatever you're doing. I know you're busy to invest in you and just reflect because a lot of things we talk about here, I encourage you to go act and reflect and um, understand that who you are right now is more than enough. But if you're new here, hey, now you know that I'm getting married and that's probably not what you thought you were going to hear based on the title of the podcast. So if you are new, I'll give you what you want and let's just dive right in. But what I wanted to talk about today is finding your voice in a world that is just crazy. I think we can all agree with that statement. The world is really messy right now. We have a lot of people living in anxiety, shame, darkness. There's a lot of broken people out there and that is being displayed in hurtful actions, whether that's in your own local community, we see it on the news, social media rants, gossip at work, self-harm, depression. There's a lot of suppression going on around us that is keeping us even sometimes being scared to share our own voice and opinion. And that's just the feeling that I get from that, from the world that we live in. We're constantly being pushed down, being held in fear. And that is leading to the feeling like we're just unable to grow or we don't know what to turn to. There's a lot coming against us, whether that's from your own internal thoughts and feelings, or maybe there's people in your life saying you can't, you won't, you shouldn't. And I just want to shut that down because you came to this podcast to feel like you can. And I'm here to tell you that you can. And I know every single person listening to this right now can. And you do have something to say that can have great impact for good and positivity on this world. And I know that because the title of this podcast show is called The Girl Who Can. And you're here, you clicked on this because you have a story to share, talents to give, inspiration to pass along. You might not think that, like, but you wouldn't click on this podcast if you didn't think that was inside of you, okay? You might have been drawn to the show because maybe you want to be the girl who can. You're somebody who's like, I don't feel like I can right now. So maybe you're in this season of like, you want to be the girl who can, but I'm not here to transform you into a new human. Like just disclaimer on that. 
I can't do that. I'm only here to amplify who you are and help you recognize and identify what is already living inside of you. And it's there. It's just waiting for you to recognize it. Okay. So maybe you want to be more vocal and share your values and ideas with others, whether that be on a certain belief you have, or even just as simple as being at work and being more vocal and being independent and standing up for yourself to your boss or in meetings, sharing ideas, but you're scared of it being received wrong or it coming across in a way that you didn't want to mean as harmful or they're going to understand it in, in a different way. You're unsure how to articulate your thoughts where it makes sense, like all of those things. Essentially, all of those things, what we can put an overarching theme on that is there's a lot of fear. There, You want to be vocal, you want to share, you want to have a voice, but there is fear. And now first, I commend you for being self-aware of all of this. Cool that you're someone who wants to respect the people around you and not hurt anybody's feelings, but let's just be honest here. When you really think about it at the core, it's not about the fact that you're worried of hurting somebody else's feelings. It's really about you. The fear is stemming from you not wanting people to be mad at you, you not wanting pushback, you wanting to remain well-liked, you wanting to remain comfortable, because that's the easy thing to do. And I'm saying that and I'm calling you out because that's me. Like I'm raising my hand over here. I am not perfect and I am not immune (laughs) to like these feelings. Sometimes I don't want to share something and yeah, my mind justifies it as, oh, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Like that might be offending, even though this is really important to me. Like I just, I just don't want to share it. One I'm I'm afraid that it's going to be received the wrong way, or I don't really feel like getting into an argument right now. What if they receive it wrong? But that's selfish. It's not about them. It's actually about us because I am wanting to remain well-liked. I'm wanting to remain comfortable. And in order, like that fear, we actually have to lean into. Fear is a good thing. Fear is you in your um, identity, trying to expand, trying to grow. So lean into it instead of trying to keep everybody happy. Like it's okay to have a healthy dialogue conversation, which we'll talk about later in the episode. But first I want to dive into navigating opinions and finding your own authentic voice because we need to learn to create different opinion buckets. You want to have your own opinions and share them. But with that is going to come opinions. Like you're not going to share your voice and it just fall flat. There is going to be things that others have to say on it. Sometimes there might be silence, but you have to be okay with people's opinions. And so when I say we need to learn to create different opinion buckets, that's how we will know how to understand their weight, like how we're giving, how much Um, power we're giving a certain opinion or importance, if you will. And I say this because we live in a digital world. We're all on social media where it is so easy to share a thought, an opinion, or a comment in an instant. And it has become acceptable to just be behind a keyboard and pretend you're tough and be a keyboard warrior. I think that's what they call it. But essentially just hide behind your screen and, you know, bully somebody or just write a 
regular write a mean comment on someone's post. And so with that, take inventory of where your own opinions and beliefs are being influenced. Are they from helpful or harmful sources? Meaning social media, if you're wanting to share a voice, are you being influenced and are you being fed by helpful or harmful sources? For me, sometimes social media can be a helpful or harmful source. So take note of who you are following on social media if that is where you are going to consume a lot of your time, um, which I hope you're not, but (laughs) it's a real thing. And also, where are you exposing yourself to receive most of the opinions on things that you are doing? Meaning, is this on social media? This is what I mean when I say we need to create different opinion buckets. Because in my experience, exposing myself to the opinions of others online hasn't been the most beneficial. Even if they are good opinions, and I'm putting good in like air quotations, because I might be affirmed from something online. Like someone might, I might post something online and an opinion from somebody else is is really positive. But the world likes to affirm things that aren't always helpful to us sometimes. For example, grinding, hustling, having a curated, perfect plate of food, going to the gym seven days a week, over-consuming, excessive shopping. I mean, the list goes on, okay? And those things are not helpful to your well-being because then that feeds into comparison and feeling like you just need to do more. So I just tread lightly, When it comes to social media, again, this is a personal experience to mainly just not take it so seriously because guys, it really isn't that serious. Social media is not that serious. So it goes to my lower tier of buckets of importance in regards to the opinions I receive on there um, and what I put out there as well. But something that helped me flip the switch in regards to my relationship with social media is asking myself the question, am I consuming or am I contributing? Because social media can be a great place for you to share your thoughts and voice. I am not knocking social media. I am on social media. Follow me at Arissa or at the girl who can podcast. But are you consuming or are you contributing? I personally want to be Um, somebody who contributes on social media where I can share my thoughts and have a voice. um, And I don't just want to take, take, take and consume. um, Because like I said, it can be a great platform to elevate your voice and reach. And it's a great place to foster community. As humans, you know, we are wired for connection. It is key to our well-being. Obviously, I encourage you to do this in person first, but you can create a community online and we want to feel a sense of belonging within a group who share our beliefs and values. But with that, in regards to community, we are also wired to defend our own groups and demean other groups with different values. Like I, I'm kind of transitioning to talk a little bit about cancel culture here. And this can really be displayed out on often social media. And I saw this statistic that said 61% of young adults said that they hadn't spoken up on at least one occasion over the past year because they were afraid of being canceled or experienced some form of retaliation. But 
about a third of young adults admitted that they had retaliated against or harshly criticized another person because of something that person said. So with all of those numbers, you can see that there's an issue going on. 61% of young adults said that they hadn't spoken up and on at least one occasion because they were afraid of being canceled or retaliated against, but a third of young adults admitted they had also retaliated or criticized someone. So cancel culture, I think, gives people the permission to really just bypass empathy and forgiveness in favor of receiving some sort of self-validation or righteousness out of it, it gives people permission slip to frankly just not be an adult and have a conversation. Like just plainly put, guys, have dialogue. It's okay to have different opinions and beliefs. This whole cancel culture of you versus me, us versus them, like that's just a big issue. We are not all going to walk around the same and as robots with the same beliefs. Yes, I wish we all have had the same foundations like faith and patience and gratitude. Like, But in regards to having the same beliefs about everything, we are not all the same. And some of the healthiest conversations I've had have actually been in some sort of disagreement of beliefs. Did I come out of that conversation though, changing my belief? No, but that's because I know my voice and my identity and I have to stand firm in my roots, which I will talk about in a second as well. And I'm not saying I will never evolve and I am close-minded and that's why I didn't walk out of that conversation with a different you know, mindset. But being able to just have conversations like that and share your voice, your opinion for impact and contribution starts with just getting rooted in one, who you are, two, getting educated, and three, showing empathy and love for the person around you. So I I, I just want to break this down even further of those three things because in order to be the girl who can share her voice in a world of cancel culture and opinions, you have to know and get rooted in who you are to develop a sense of identity. And I made this easy for you guys. I was thinking about this and I was like, how do I explain this? And I came up with an acronym for you and it is ROOT because I want you to get rooted in who you are to develop a sense of your own identity. Um, So let's just go through it. R, reflect, take time for inward thinking, self-reflection to understand your values, strengths, passions, and aspirations. This is how you begin to get rooted in who you are. Reflect on your past experiences, your interests, and the things that currently bring you joy and fulfillment as well. Like this self-reflection forms the foundation for discovering your identity and your purpose. And know that this is fluid. Like it does not stop. You should continuously be trying to reflect, whether that's within a journal, reflecting on um, your own thoughts, reflecting on your actions. Um, You know, this is constant, takes constant action. So that's R, reflect. O in root, the first O, open-mindedness. 
embrace an open mind, walk with an open mind, wake up with an open mind, approach as you come across new possibilities, new people, new conversations, new projects. Be willing to step outside your comfort zone because then you are having to form opinions based on the new opportunities that you are walking in. You are challenging your current assumptions and considering new perspectives. So staying open to growth with an open mind, you are able to learn and evolve and discover more about yourself and your purpose in life. So that's the first O. Second O, opportunities. Seek out opportunities for your personal growth, your professional growth, um, that align with your values and things that you enjoy, your passions. Obviously, this starts with knowing what your values are. And I talked about this in previous episodes, but if you don't know what your values are, you got to start there. And if you don't know what values are, literally Google it. Google list of values and start there. But this comes with being an action taker. We are action takers here in this community as a girl who can. Explore various experiences, courses, hobbies, communities in your town, online, that allow you to learn, develop new skills, and connect with people around you. In person, online, seek out opportunities so then you can step into discovering your identity and purpose and being rooted in that. And embrace them. And if you don't like them, move on to the next thing. It's okay, but challenge yourself to remain open-minded and connect and reflect on those opportunities. So as you see, this, these are all building on each other. The T in root is truth. This means to just stay rooted in truth because through opportunities and through open-mindedness and through reflecting, like you might be influenced. Again, stay mindful of where you're being influenced and who you're being influenced by. So for me, in order for me to do that is being rooted in truth. And that means staying close to God. I am a Christian and that is my foundation for my identity and my purpose. And that allows me to walk through the world knowing the difference between a truth and a lie as it relates to what people are saying about me, opinions, or even my own thoughts. So for example, like if I'm feeling insecure, um, I, I know that whatever narrative I'm painting for myself, like that's a lie because the truth is, is that I am fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God and God, the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. And that is the truth. Um, and ultimately that brings also me love within my life to then seek out opportunities and be open-minded and reflect because I have the strength of Christ in me. And that's my truth. So hopefully that was helpful of root. So reflect open-mindedness opportunities and truth. So that was a lot on point one of knowing your identity and getting rooted in your purpose. Number two is getting educated. And I bring this up because how do you expect to have a voice or an opinion on anything if you really don't know much about it? A lot of us, sometimes myself included, a lot of us like to speak before we have full knowledge on what is actually going on. We form a lot of opinions based off of sound bites of information, reels on Instagram or TikTok, news headlines without knowing the full story, or we get an opinion from somebody else and that influence us to have an 
have a final decision on our own opinion without actually looking deeper into the full story. I like, I'm guilty of this, but I'm becoming more aware of when I'm doing this. So then I can get educated and be aware and knowledgeable in in my field of nutrition. I mean, the amount of people, as I'm a dietitian, for those of you who are new around here, in the field of nutrition, the amount of people out there claiming to just be experts with no education, no background, no credentials is scary. You have to know what you're talking about in order for people to believe you, to see you as credible, and also to be different because nowadays everyone just wants to talk about the same thing or have the same opinion to remain comfortable or safe and not get canceled. But education equips us with the knowledge, critical thinking skills, and a deeper understanding of what you're wanting to share. So immerse yourself to learn. You will gain insights into the new perspectives, context, the facts, and then you can form your opinion. And the cherry on top is that this knowledge, once we you become like a sponge and um, actually look into the facts, the knowledge allows you to articulate your opinions and voice more confidently and be- because you're able to back it up with evidence. So those out there that are afraid to speak on an opinion you may have, um, whether it's that in the workplace or just have a voice on something, you might need to spend more time investing in learning or reinvesting in learning. So then you're full of knowledge and then it's just going to be an overflow at that point. It's going to be a lot easier to share because you're confident. You have, as I mentioned, like evidence to back it up. Um, And education also broadens our horizons and exposes us to just different viewpoints as well. It challenges our own maybe current beliefs and opinions. It helps us um, see if we have any biases too, but overall just to keep you well-rounded. So education. And the next thing is showing empathy and love to those around you. And I think some people might hear that and think, one, that's cliche advice, and two, how does that relate to sharing your voice for impact and contribution in this world? But I want to bring this up because if someone doesn't agree with your opinion or what you have to say, or there's someone who comes in your path or has a separate belief system than you, I know the best thing you can do for them is show love. That action will go far beyond your opinion or your voice. It's the action that can have a big impact and move that person. Because when you think about it, has hate or defensiveness, spite, has any of that ever worked to to your advantage? Or has any of that ever worked to make impact or change your own mind on something. I know it hasn't for me. I just get annoyed and lose respect, you know, for that person. If someone is handling something with spite, gossip, hate. So if you're really wanting to impact, share your voice, share a message, you have to do it with grace. And with grace comes empathy. Showing empathy to others is crucial, okay, when it comes to sharing your beliefs. And because empathy 
allows you to step into somebody else's shoes, to understand their experiences, their emotions, and their perspectives. Um, And so by empathizing, you create and you create this environment that fosters trust and openness for that person to share. And that person on the receiving end of it that might be something they're just not used to. As I mentioned, we live in a world that just doesn't do this very often. So this, again, just this act of showing empathy is you having an impact. When we genuinely listen to others and validate um, what they are going through, the more they are likely to reciprocate and engage in a meaningful dialogue and then you are able to share your thoughts, share your opinions, and have a conversation. And I encourage you not to be empathetic and show love in a way that is, has like underlying motivations to change someone else's mind. Um, Because if you're doing that, then you're just kind of, you know, missing the point here. I'm not saying do this to try and trick somebody to getting to believe you or get them on your side, but it's just important and often overlooked to show empathy and do these things with grace and not have an underlying motive to want to get your opinion or your voice out there. Having a genuine interest and curiosity in what you're wanting to share, interest and curiosity in how the person is going to receive it. And so then you can have an open conversation, a dialogue and have impact. Because if you pass off your impact to that person, it's like a domino effect, you know, especially if you are treating that person with respect, with grace, with love, with empathy. So hopefully you get the point there. But I hope this conversation was helpful. Again, by by no means, I am perfect in any of these areas. I am learning alongside with you, but I know that we collectively as a whole here can be the girls who can. And I am so excited to hear from you always each week. So please reach out to me and introduce yourselves over on at the girl who can podcast on Instagram or at Aris Lujano. Both are always linked in the show notes. We're always wanting to grow the community. So send this to a friend, uh, take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story. Let me know what you learned. And last thing, I would appreciate it so, so much if you can leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the growth of the show tremendously. I don't know why, but it does. So if you're on Spotify, you can leave a review too if this episode was helpful for you. But I am looking forward to next week when we get to chat again. If you are new or returning, we will catch up then. Y'all have a good rest of your week. Bye, everybody.